Brady Smith DDS. Holla at Brady Smith. is in progress the progression of the recording has begun <laughs> all right okay uh welcome to the drilled with dr brady podcast season two season two episode four four quattro wow okay well this is just me and lol today we want to bring a series of episodes that feature me and Lowell, maybe like once a month, we're thinking, isn't that what we kind of talked about? Yeah, once like, a month. like once a month. And the topic, the thing we're going to talk about today is going to be something that I, I hope is useful to uh, people who are trying to understand, you know, certain aspects of dentistry, certain procedures, why they're done, why they're told to get them done. Uh, what happens if you don't get them done? What are the consequences of that? So, we want to kind of divide dentistry into some categories here that are kind of pretty common. Ask me the question, Brady. I have the answer. Ask me no questions and I will tell you <laughs> no lies. Uh, I, have, I have the answer. <laughs> um, I did my research, buddy. Me and Lowell uh, are, are tired tonight. so Super uh, we'll, duper tired. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, no, I want to help people understand root canals. Well, Brady couple little minutes here we're going to talk about root canals according to the american association of endodontists a root canal is defined as a root root canal treatment is designed to eliminate bacteria from the infected root canal prevent reinfection of the tooth and save the natural tooth when one undergoes a root canal the inflamed or infected pulp is removed from the inside of the tooth and it is carefully cleaned and disinfected, then filled and sealed. I think it's a wrap. I think we can wrap the whole <laughs> We're done. Up. See you guys. Great, great show. It. Ready to see you later. <laughs> How could you have any questions? It was as clear as mud right there. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people assume a lot of stuff about root canals. Here's some interesting things I hear on a, on a very regular basis. I hear... So if I got a root canal, doesn't that mean that my, my root's gone? I don't know why people think that. That's a really weird thing to say. Um, this is general, like people just have a general lack of understanding of what's actually going on. Because, I mean, it's not like you get to see the dentist do something. You're they're just literally. That's true. That's true. It's very common. People, people have hurt, hurt, you know, yeah, hurt, multiple hurt root canals mouth. done in your mouth and you still have no idea what a root canal is. Uh, but, yeah, the purpose of the root canal is to remove the tissue that lives inside your tooth or that lived inside your tooth. <laughs> the tissue could be dead as well. could be dead and necrotic or in other words, rotting inside your head. And you don't the even worst know. The root canal I've ever had was uh, the one, one of the ones that you gave me, but to be fair, you warned me it was going to suck. 
because it was super infected and you're like, this is really going to suck. You yeah. A fair warning. I usually give people a fair warning when it's super infected. Yeah. That's that. And that's a problem too. When you wait for things to be infected, everything sucks worse. It's funny because sometimes I get people who are like, like, Oh, all my dental visits, like, like I don't get numb very well. People say that a lot. I don't, I don't get numb very well. And when you start really like scratching at the surface of that, what you find out is that they only come to the dentist when things are infected. And so it makes them think that they don't get numb very well, but in fact they do, but no one gets numb very well when the tooth's infected. So if like all your visits, if all your visits are only when there's infected teeth, then you would come to the conclusion wrongly that I don't respond well, or I have a high resistance to anesthetic, which is not necessarily the case. You just never get your teeth worked on when they're healthy. When they are diseased and broken and decaying out of your head. I had plenty of dental visits where it was only fire. It was only putting out fires. Like literally there was a fire and we had a fire sale and it had to be done. And I've had plenty of dental visits like that, but take it from someone who's had a lot of dental visits. Yeah. Bad and good. When you're not infected, the dental visit really is not that bad. It's like even if you're getting like something major done, like you're getting a crown or maybe you're even getting a root canal. Maybe it's not infected yet. It just needs it done. It's actually that's when a root canal is actually pretty just easy going. It's like you're a little yeah. sore and that's it. Yeah. So what you do with the root canal, what the actual procedure is, there's these tiny little drills that go into the tooth. Now, some teeth have a single root and some teeth have multiple roots, but however many roots there are, there's usually that many canals, hence the word root canal. And so you have to go in with these little drills and find all the canals and empty out or clean out all the living tissue. And what that leaves behind is a hollow husk of a shell of a tooth and a hollow shell of a man to boot. (laughs) Uh, So, so, then it's filled with a bacteriostatic material, typically, meaning a, a material that is, uh, uh, you know, resistant to future infections. The material is called gutta percha, which is a oh rubber-based God. material. It's a weird name, right? Ah, I like it. It's kind of, it's got like, it's like a, it's like kind of beat you can dance to. <laughs> Every sort of band. If I were sort of band with with all dentists, I think I would name the band Gutta Percha. I <laughs> like that. We should start a band with like all dudes in professions that are not necessarily well like re- understood or um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like accountants and lawyers and, and dentists, like chiropractors. Yeah, <laughs> any kind of thing that someone would consider a snake oil salesman. And then call the band Real Doctors. <laughs> Are not so real doctors. That'd be fun. Right. The spin. <laughs> Accept us, please. We are real. <laughs> we do stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and tell me if I'm wrong. This is why it's nice to have Lowell, a non-dentist, an on well, let's call him an honorary dentist. He's not able to practice legally, but legal, he, legally doesn't he knows he knows a thing or two about I, dentistry. I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> so I think it's easy to explain what the procedure is. I think that's easy for people to wrap their head around. I think it's difficult to understand sometimes why you need it. A lot of people, it becomes obvious if like, okay, so first reason why you might need a root canal is if the nerve becomes exposed. So that inner 
hollow chamber of the tooth is is like this gummy bear, but just like this uh, mushy. But we call it a pulp chamber because it's all pulpy, mm-hmm. and uh, the nerve is like this little wormy-looking goober thing. And inside the tooth, there are three things. There's a nerve, there's an artery, and there's a vein. So you got a blood supply and nerve supply inside every single tooth. That's all living tissue. That's all attached to the rest of your body. Anything blood supply. So nerves go to your brain, blood supply to your heart and everywhere else in your body. So everything's connected. So when that tissue becomes infected or exposed to your out, the outside oral environment or your mouth, uh, first of all, hurts usually really bad. And second, any bacteria that gets in your body that way could go anywhere into your uh, rest of your body. I had to I had explain to. this to um, one of with one of our halo patients. Uh, we had uh, a, a severe she works for a doctor's office. Right. Okay. Side, and I had I've, I've never had as much trouble with like paperwork to get one of our halo cases to us with their job. Like I've never even had to like talk to the job. This was the first time. But like when we'd uh, when I oh I remember you telling me this yeah I had to explain this to them because they they did not see this as a necessary medical procedure. I'm not going to name names, but just say this very nice lady needed a lot of things done. It was a wreck. Mm-hmm. It was just a just a bacteria fest waiting to happen. Yeah, and it, I had to explain to them that the mouth is a direct avenue to the bloodstream, to the respiratory system, and to the nervous system. If you have, mat- like, just put your doctor brain on for a minute. If you have a big giant infection right in your mouth, it's connected to all those systems. It can go to all those systems very easily. So why wouldn't that be like a health concern that would warrant, you know, like a few days off after the procedure? Right. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good, it's a good point. I wrote a, I wrote a letter. (laughs) So I think like some of the, like one of the major questions I get is, um, and one of the hardest things to explain is when I know I'm about to enter into a conversation with someone about, I'm about to tell this person that they need a root canal and nothing is hurting them. And that gets really difficult to explain. And there's a couple of reasons for that. So a lot of people say, hey, you need a root canal. You're like, dude, my, I don't feel anything. I don't see any problem. Like, what do you mean? First of all, if you're the patient in this situation, you should feel entitled to ask some questions. So you should feel entitled to be like, can you explain to me? I always thought root canals were associated with pain and I'm not feeling any pain. What's the danger? That's a very reasonable question. You should get a very reasonable answer if your dentist, you know, is shooting you straight. Give us a reasonable answer, Dr. Brady. There are two, there are two main reasons why you might, well, there might be a few more, but there are two main reasons that come to mind about why you might need a root canal, but you don't know you need a root canal. So one, one of the most common reasons is you have a hole in your tooth, a cavity decay that is very, very deep, but not quite to the center of the tooth, but it's so close that you cannot remove the decay without punching in to the nerve of the tooth. So that would expose the nerve. And any exposure of the nerve typically results in the need for removal of all the tissue inside the tooth. And that's what a root canal is. 
So if you got this decay right on top of your tooth and I'm thinking, I'm looking at the x-ray and I'm looking at your mouth and I'm thinking, I got to remove all this decay. I'm fairly certain by removing the decay that will tip the scales. Now, if you were to just fill it, you'd have a patient coming back that night, like in excruciating pain. If you expose the nerve and tried to patch it over with a filling, that would be painful and you would be uh, praying and wishing that you would have had the root canal done because the filling will not be permanent treatment for that tooth. So that's one situation where you may not feel pain, but still the scale is tipped against you. The other situation, this happens a lot with front teeth, um, especially in kids who like knock their front teeth, uh, like trauma that can sever the blood supply to the tooth. So have you ever seen someone with like a dark front tooth? Yeah, my stepdad had one for a really long time. Like, yeah. like it was visibly like it was this guy and it was visibly like darker than the rest of them. So typically what that means is that there's a necrotic tissue inside the tooth. So what happens when you fall off your bike or someone punches you in the face, what it does is it, it kind of like pushes on the tooth and it pinches or severs the blood supply or the, and, or the nerve supply to the tooth. So you got to think of like teeth as little sprinkler heads, right? And there's a little line, a water line that goes into each little root. Okay. So if you take the tooth and you kind of move it forcefully, traumatically, what you're going to do is you're going to sever that sprinkler line. that it's goes like in. It's like kink in a hose permanently. So what you have now is a severed line. Now you have one tooth that has all this mushy stuff in the, in the tooth, the, in the pulp chamber, but it's no longer connected to the body. It's been severed. So now that connection from the vein and artery above the tooth going into the tooth is no longer there. So it no longer receives a uh, blood supply. It's no longer actually part of your circulatory system or nervous system. So the tissue in there just dies. And when the tissue dies, the tissue inside turns black and you get, butt uh, breath. uh, and you get the butt breath. Yep. <laughs> and then you, then you, then you smell like you eat the butts and that's no good. very popular in Portland. <laughs> yeah. amongst the gen z population i haven't Absolutely. i've been working a long time today <laughs> <laughs> right but so you either, got, you either brady, got a dead tooth or you eat butt dr brady according to holistic dentist dr david howard.com.au oh no. Oh, no. oh no oh no oh no on the internet you, i did a general internet you, search and this is what came up just okay. general this i'm not worried about talking about this dude because literally it was the top hit like he pays for that so it's, yeah. it's fair game why i encourage you to think twice before getting a root canal he start, he starts and then he says please don't let your dentist mislead you that root canal that a root canal is your only option or that it is entirely safe teeth are similar to any other organ system in your body and then that they do require a blood supply, lymphatic and venous drainage and nervous innervations. Mm -hmm. Root canals, however, are dead teeth. These dead teeth typically become, if not the worst, sources of chronic pain, bacterial toxicity in your body. He's still not selling me on why I don't why you don't need a root canal yet. Like it's just it's like well, they like to say they like to say dead teeth. That's kind of scary. 
if your kidney or liver or any other organ in your body dies, you would have it removed so that the bacteria and the necrosis will not set in and kill you. But teeth are commonly left uh, left dead in your body. Okay, I see where he's getting, he's getting with this. Teeth have roots with main canals and thousands of side canals. And contained in those side canals is miles of nerves. When dentists perform a root canal, they remove the nerve from the main canals. However, they do not have access to the microscopic side canals, which have dead nerves left behind in those spaces. Yeah. It's just a litany of... So he's not, he's not wrong. Let me put this in layman's terms. He says term. dead tooth six more times, I counted. So what he's saying is that there's microscopic portions of that nerve that are still left inside the tooth. And he's probably right that you can't completely remove. Now, this is a rabbit hole. This, this is a conspiracy theory akin <laughs> to, the moon you know, did, did we land on the moon? Yeah, Which obviously we didn't. Is the earth really round? We don't know. Is COVID real? Who knows, man, at this point? <laughs> easy, who, easy boy. Who, know, who knows? Simmer down, simmer down. Let's get people, let's get people angry. Um, yeah, so we're bouncing a little bit all, all over the place. So uh, I guess let's get into holistics because uh, the holistic group is a, is a very small portion of the population of dentists that um, there's a little bit of a range. There's holistic dentists that will get really aggressive in any tooth that has been root canal ever, they will diagnose to remove it ba regardless of your symptoms could be completely asymptomatic. And they say it's been root canal. There's dead tissue inside there. We know that that's a fact. We got to remove it because it causes toxicity. And that term toxicity is a scary term, but, and, uh, unless it's a system of a down album. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Um, uh, now I'm thinking of System of Down songs. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah, but yeah, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is like, the only reason I brought that up is like, you hear a lot of naysaying about root canals. Well, okay. This is a good, this is a good point because what you have here is a failure to communicate, <laughs> right? Um, Mic drop, get out of here. <laughs> no, because Dennis should know. You said this was the second hit. Yeah, it was right near. It was right near the top. Like and I just what were your, why not? Why your, not to get a root canal? You had why not to get a root canal? Yeah, because I wanted to be uh, kind of balanced sure. in this argument. You know what I well, mean? Well, I like, think that's that's a term that some people who are looking to get root canals would, or looking to not get root canals. And let's be honest. Who wants a root canal? Freaking nobody, right? Um, so. Um, it's good for dentists to know what, like, I love Googling stuff like this to know, like, if my patients are Googling it, what do they see so that I am prepared if I don't agree with that assessment? So this guy's the number two hit. And if this is what you're looking for, then yeah. Now here's the truth is there are alternatives to root canals. You could pull the tooth out and put a dental implant in there, replace the tooth. You can pull the tooth out and not replace the tooth. That's less advisable. All right. But there are alternatives to root canals and uh, they're not. Yeah. This, this holistic dude is not wrong about that. You know, the way I see holistic dentistry and here's any aspect of dentistry. And this is what the problem with our profession is that you, and, and Lowell has gotten a front row seat right outside oh. the octagon of dentistry uh, yeah. because there's so much infighting that like people just like, 
oh, you're a PPO office or a fee-for-service office. It's like, oh, my gosh, these people go out. Let's be real, though. It's not an octagon. It's literally a wrestling ring. And I've been known to throw a chair in every once. It's a mud. It's there's a mud pit. There's a mud it's, pit it's, in it's, there. It's a, like a, you're basically wrestling in cream corn. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the holistic guys aren't wrong in that, and they're not wrong in saying that you can't possibly know that you're getting 100, percent like down to, you know, every little molecule or my or you know microbe out of that tooth. It's very difficult to to know that. Now we put a lot of medicine inside the tooth that kills like little li- like liquid. We there's use a we use a product called sodium hypochloride. It's like a diluted bleach, goes into the tooth and it kills a lot of stuff. A lot of people use ozone therapy, which goes into the tooth and that kills a lot of stuff. Wouldn't that seep pot more than likely seep into like the microscopic little side canals? Presumably, Presumably. but the holistic person's going to say, "Well, you don't know that for sure." And I'm going to say, you're correct. I don't know that for sure. I don't know that for sure. Where I think they get off is that, okay, then they make it, they jump to a conclusion where they say, if there is a um, dead tissue, then that has harmful effects on your body. And I don't know. The problem I have was you have millions and millions and millions of people who get root canals done who don't exhibit any, any crazy symptoms. Yeah. Look at me. I've had a bunch of them and I'm fine. Like- basically. You yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> now, I- now again, the conspiracy theory, this goes down. And what's interesting, there was a movie on Netflix called root cause and it got pulled off of Netflix a few years ago. It wasn't on Netflix for very long. I watched it and we were told not to watch it. There were like notices going out from like the ADA, like, encouraging Dennis not to watch this. <laughs> so of course I'm like, well, I'm definitely watching it because I want to know what people are. I, listen, that's my curiosity. I want to know what people are saying. If they have arguments, I want to hear what they have to say. This whole documentary on Netflix followed this, uh, the, 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 uh, the director of the documentary was also like the star of the documentary. He had a, a tooth that needed a root canal. He got a root canal done. He has all, all this, paints this picture of this terrible things that happened to him. And then he got the tooth pulled out and all of his problems went away. And there's like, they quote studies where like weird stuff where they take like infected teeth and they put it under the skin of rabbits. And then the rabbits like contract all kinds of deadly diseases and die. That's the Well, that's what I think. I'm like, yeah, you're putting freaking. If you stick a foreign organic object under the skin of any creature, it's going to get an infection. Right. Like, let's go backwards. Let's take rabbit teeth out and shove them under your skin. Let's see what that, mm. let's see what that does. Let's see if that's that doesn't. Like a good Tuesday night for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically my takeaway from this though, like is just like the, we'll, we'll say quasi lay person. Actually, that's probably false. I'm definitely beyond the lay person at this point. But my takeaway is this. Like if as a consumer is that if I was at a dental office and the dentist told me something that maybe I didn't understand, I didn't like, I didn't, um, you know, had some kind of principle that it violated, man, shop around. Mm -hmm. Don't avoid the procedure. Just shop around until you find a dentist that's like, you were like, okay, cool. I, I, I believe what you say. It fits my set of principles and let's do this. But if you leave these rotten things in your face and not unchecked, uncared for it, I've done it. I've rode out na- a gnarly tooth 
for way too long and it just makes your life miserable yeah no that's a really solid piece of advice i think that not a lot of people follow is get get second third fourth opinions get make sure you trust the person that you're talking to that's a huge thing a lot of a lot of people choose their dentist by like whoever's in their network whoever's geographically close to them but uh ask friends who's your dentist do you like your dentist figure things out and uh you know why do you like your dentist but these are hard things to do. The psychology of this also is like, dude, it does not take a lot of convincing to get people off the root canal train, right? It does Because it's such like a, yeah, I don't want a punch in the face. Here's an article about why punches in the faces are bad. So I'm not going to get a punch in the face because, and that's how people view root canals. It's like, yeah, I don't want that. So any information that tells you how these are bad and terrible, uh, it's it's easy to like, have that be like a confirmation bias to you about, you know, about your already kind of preconceived notions. Like, I don't want to get a root canal. So I'm going to go look for information that confirms that I don't want to get a root canal. So it, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? If you're going to do this though, you should like definitely like, I mean, there's gonna, it's in this age of misinformation, it's really hard to like get a line, like a bead on the truth. It is. And, and any subject pick, pick any subject randomly and it's hard to get a beat on the truth so you just kind of got to go with what yeah. feels right for you but don't just don't put it off that's all i'm saying like find somebody you know if your mechanic told you that your radiator was depressed and needed therapy i mean you might want to find another mechanic right <laughs> that's, that's all yeah or give your radiator some prozac yeah, I just dump some in there. It's fine. Just I got dump some, some Prozac right in there. It makes you feel better. <laughs> so um, another question you get sometimes is, okay, I had my root canal done, but my tooth still hurts. How is that possible? Um, that's, an, that's a pretty frequent question. There's two things that could be, well, at least two things that could be going on there. Yeah, my root canal done. It's still painful. First of all, what you want to know is how long afterwards? Because sometimes it's painful just because having a root canal done is kind of like having like a surgery on a tooth. And if you had surgery anywhere, you would expect incision pain, right? Where you have the incision. <laughs> yeah, it would be tender, inflamed. So the ligament that surrounds the tooth tends to be, get temporarily inflamed after a root canal. Not always. Sometimes people get root canals done, they feel nothing. Sometimes people get root canals done, they get a little tender, like a little, they feel like a little heartbeat in their tooth for a day or two. I've, had, like both. I've had both or some were just nothing. And then like the, that one that we talked about earlier, that particularly nasty root canal that I had done, mm -hmm. uh, we, that one actually lingered for a bit. It went eventually yeah. after a week, I think it was like a week or so it went away, but for a week, man, that thing was pretty tender. Yeah. So in that situation, you would want to wait a little bit if it was just like right after the root canal was done. But then let's say it doesn't go away and it lingers. And let's say it's, you know, sensitive to hot and cold. Well, hot and cold is typically like a nerve thing, not an inflammation thing. So that wouldn't be caused by like incision pain or like post-surgery pain. So if you are sensitive to hot and cold, that usually means there's still a sizable enough portion of the nerve that's still kind of connected to the, to the brain. Sometimes that means that a canal was missed. So that could be a reason why is that it wasn't thoroughly done. That could be, which would be operator error, which your dentist would have to, you know, finish it or refer that out to a specialist to finish. That would get frustrated. That's a frustrating conversation to have for sure. And then the idea is, what if it's been years? Um, 
and then it starts to get achy. Well, you still have nerves. The common misconception is there's no nerves in the tooth, so teeth can't hurt. That's not exactly true. There's nerves inside the ligaments that surround the teeth. So you can still have a traumatic injury to a tooth that causes a chronic inflammation, and it causes your tooth to hurt, especially when you bite on it. So you bite on a tooth um, that's chronically inflamed because let's say you got punched or hit even after a root canal was done, uh, even years after that traumatic injury could potentially trigger the tooth to uh, cause some pain symptoms. And you might have to remove the tooth uh, and get an implant in that situation. So, um, but, you know, typically root canals do get you out of pain, but there are situations where pain can return. And again, you should talk to a dentist that you trust to find out which reason why, but there are, there, there are some like, things that go on. A lot of people just say, my tooth has been root canal. I don't understand why it's hurting. So I hope that kind of makes some sense. I have uh, like, I have a tooth that, it, and it's not pain. Uh, I have a tooth that I had root canal, but it's, a, it's like one of the bottom teeth. And I have, like the bottom teeth are kind of straight, but then there's one that's just like one wonky guy and it's just kind of hanging in the back. Now we did a root canal and put a cap on it. I still feel pressure and it makes it feel like they're like, like a little bit of pain, but it's because it's not that tooth. It's because it's wedged between two other ones. And I think it's the other two just kind of like, maybe I'll tap it or maybe, uh, you know how your teeth will shift ever so yeah. slightly. I think they maybe just shift a little bit and put some pressure on it. It's Dude, not we bad. Should, I'm we should, update, we should update your extras. Have we cleaned your teeth in a long time? What's awesome? We should clean your teeth. Uh, we should get you in. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want Lauren to do it. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like when she cleans my teeth. They feel shippy shiny. And I do need to get a tooth cleaning. I'm a little bit overdue. Just I have the tooth talks. Bit. They'll clean your teeth. They'll clean Just your teeth. Just a for little you. bit overdue. Lauren's great. She's great. She gets um, old school with it. She gets real old school. So listen, if you're listening to this, and I tried to think about all the questions I get um, on a regular basis. Oh, cost. Should we talk about cost of root canals? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, people are going to wonder. I was just about to say, if you're watching the YouTube, so you can email questions to drillpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on the YouTube watching this, just put your questions in the comments and we might be able to like do like an edit where we, we answer some questions. All the time too. We go yeah. So if you have questions and, and something that wasn't covered that is burning in your brain, let us know what those questions are in the YouTube comments. Um, but uh, cost. So I, okay. So first of all, <laughs> It's going to be everywhere. Okay. I charge $850 for a root canal. Now I do some unique things that most of my profession doesn't do. I just charge 850 bucks for a root canal, no matter which tooth it is. But traditionally most dental offices will have a different price for they have three different tiers of pricing. One is for an incisor or a canine. The second tier is a little more expensive is for a premolar. And then the third tier is a molar. Now, there's some justification that I agree with is that that gets difficult. The, the degree of difficulty goes up as you do um, a go from anterior to posterior in the mouth. It's harder to do a premolar than an incisor. It's harder to do a molar than a premolar. They're also the molars are way far in the back, so it's harder to get to. So the access is harder. So it is justifiable and traditionally done to charge different prices for root canals. The reason I don't charge a different price for a root canal is because 
I don't like to explain that to patients. I think it's a sore spot for patients when you're like, how much is, so people call and they say, how much is a root canal? That's a, that's a common phone call you get. How much is a root canal? And I hate to say it depends because I love giving patients an answer. People call with an answer. I want to give them an answer. So I just decided to say, just say 850, 850. That's my price for a root canal. So when I do a molar, maybe I could have charged 1200, but I didn't. But also if I do an anterior tooth, like an incisor, maybe I could have charged 600, but I charge 850. So I split it down the center and do 850 for everything. And that's actually that's good business. Business. Yeah. That's good business. Someone calls you and instead of being like, well, I don't know, it's just like 850. It just simplifies. For me, it just simplifies things. And I, I don't mind doing it. it simplifies doing... it for your customer too. I think it simplifies it for your patients too. Cause it's just like, here right. it is. Here it is. Take it or leave it. See ya. But you when know, insurance like... is involved, there are different prices for different teeth. That, that, that's absolutely true. So insurance pays different. Insurance pays me more for a molar than they do for an anterior tooth. Um, so uh, yeah. Now other people's prices. Uh, it depends on where you are geographically. And now this is an area where I wish I could give people more information, uh, more solid information, but you will have to call your dentist, ask your dentist. And it's difficult to call a dentist up sometimes and try to get like a straight, like how much is this going to cost me? If you are going to call a dentist and ask that question, you should know which tooth it is. If you know the tooth number, that's even better. If you at least know it's a molar, premolar, or an anterior tooth, that's helpful too, because that actually helps them get you. Get, if you give them that information, they should be, give, be able to give you a set price. But still, a lot of doctors don't like to give their price out over the phone, probably because of sticker shock. I love to give my price out over the phone because I know my price is better than everybody. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about them going anywhere else. If they, once they find out what the price is, other places they'll come to me. So that's my genius. That's my super smart method. For those you know, listening, I know Brady won't plug himself, but I've got no qualms about plugging Brady. Brady is the dentist. I send all of my friends, family, wife, like, they're like, oh, if I even see him be like, oh, I'll be like, dude, what are you talking about? I know a guy. Just go see the man. Like, they're like we figure it out. You'll figure it out. He's very no, reasonable. I've, You'll figure it out. Mostly reasonable. If I've had a good meal, I'm very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in January, when you decide to intermittently fast again, yeah. it's a hangry, miserable hangry month Dr. Brady is no good. Truly, it's a yeah. miserable month for me. Dude. Yeah. It's a, it's a real thing. So um, then between dentists and specialists, there's different costs too. That's what's interesting too. So specialists, you know, I would say a general dentist, a root canal is going to cost you probably between $1,000 and $1,200, maybe between 800 and let's say between 800 and 1200 bucks. After a root canal though, you do have to get a crown. That's another question too. Why do I have to get a crown after a root canal? Talk to you about that in a second. But a specialist is probably going to be minimum fifteen hundred bucks for a root canal, probably between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars for a root canal. So there's just a wide variety. Well, now the other question is why do specialists exist? What is what is a root canal specialist? We call them endodontists. They go to like two years more, two years of schooling more on top of dental school. Uh, you might wonder why would someone want to do that, and I would say I don't know. You have to ask them. That makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't want, I don't have, I don't have any clue why they do what they do. Um, but they do charge a premium because they're a specialist. And that's all they do. And they're very good. They usually have microscopes and fun little gadgets that make their job easier. Um, think about it this way too. That's any profession. 
anytime someone has gone above and beyond or done some kind of ex, ex, excellent level of training, you're going to pay more for that. That's like when I do, uh, do re guitar repairs. I was a luthier's apprentice for four years, like of a like a dude, like a well-known luthier. So it's like I can charge, I can feel justified in charging more when I do something because I can guarantee you it's going to be done right. Like, you know, yeah. I've trained to do it, you know, over the course yeah. of several years. And and specialists are, specialists are great. And, and, and that's why they're there. So lots of dentists, root canals are not something you get a lot of exposure to in dental school typically. Most dental students don't come out of dental school. I came out of dental school, for example, having done three root canals total. And then I got let loose on the, on the public. Then they let me in. <laughs> they, they released me into the wild to work on people. So, and I had done three. So if you were my fourth root canal, you were my first root canal. Like in private practice. <laughs> Your, my first root canal in private practice was my fourth total ever. Um, so that's kind of crazy. Um, what was the other question I had? And then I went off on the, on the specialist chart. So fees are like, yeah, they're all over the place. You, but you should be able to ask that if you have the right number, uh, if you know the number of the tooth, that's the, that should be, you can go on the internet and figure that out. Um, there was a question I was, well, it was like a few minutes ago. Well, we were talking <laughs> about like costs, um, yeah. what it costs, but the cutback their costs. Are oh, why do you need a crown? That's what it was. Yep. Why do you need a crown after you have a root canal? So this is really applicable to almost every single situation in the posterior mouth, meaning like premolars and molars. Almost every time you need a crown. There are situations where anterior teeth don't really need crowns because there's not that much pressure being put on them. But a root canal weakens your tooth. 100% true. With, without the blood supply and the nerve supply, the living tissue inside the tooth, your tooth will desiccate over time. It'll dry out. It'll become brittle. That's a good one. So, yeah. So, you will, you will put yourself at risk of breaking that tooth if you do not crown it. That is not just something dentists say to make themselves more money, although it does make us more money. <laughs> uh, but it is absolutely necessary to salvage the tooth. The last thing you want is to pay all that money for a root canal, go through the whole procedure, and you bite down on a sandwich two years later, and you break the tooth in half, and now you have to have it pulled out and put an implant in, And because uh, I can promise you... no. I'm super reasonable with giving money back to people for things that don't work. My policy in my office is to give people their money back if things don't work. But I will not give money back in a situation where someone had a root canal done and never crowned it. That is a situation where I would say, nope, I do not give a guarantee on any of my work unless you crown the tooth post root canal. Got to have a crown. So the crown strengthens it and makes it viable for decades um, and prevents uh the tooth from cracking or breaking so I mean, think about think it. About if you it. hollow something out and then you fill it with something and you and, and the, the outside of of the the structure is compromised like severely compromised what's the one thing you want to do you want to build up the outside of the structure so that it doesn't break basically yeah. you're armoring your teeth at that point you're armoring the wound so it can heal properly and it, it won't be damaged by like eating rocks or whatever whatever you eat in your free time that breaks your teeth yeah i just saw this clip on what was it was a tiktok i think i shared it on my instagram stories about a lady who uh is addicted to eating rocks that's a thing i've seen he just eats thing. rocks dude 
And I couldn't even believe it. So there's a picture of this lady. She's just chomping on rocks. She just picks up rocks and eats them. How are her teeth? <laughs> they, they can't be good. It can't be good. If dude. they are, but we should maybe take some notes. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. That's crazy. So if your dentist says get a crown on your tooth, they're probably shooting you straight. But if you feel that they're not, follow Lowell's advice and get a second opinion. That's not even my advice. That's Brady's advice that I'm just repeating. He said it before. But yeah, just get a get a different opinion. Yeah. I mean, I told the patient today. Else? I had a patient encounter today where like, I, you know, I wanted to do the work to help him out. But uh, for some reason, I didn't convey the confidence necessary for this patient to pull the trigger on what I was saying they needed. And they told me that they wanted to get a second opinion. And I said, that's great. If I were you, that's exactly what I would want to do too. I want to get a second opinion. Here's my price. Here's what I can do for you. If you want to come back, you are most welcome to come back. Call us back whenever you'd like. If you have questions for me, I'm here to help you out. And that's it. And you let that bird leave the nest. And you wait for them to come back. And in my case, I see them come back a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we won't get into my business model, my business model philosophy, because I don't <laughs> that's what people are here for. Uh, it could be another podcast. Um, but that's root canals in a nutshell. I hope that makes, I hope that's helpful. I think we've explored both sides of the argument. I think we've been fair about both sides of the argument. Uh, I hope this is something that gets uh, searched on YouTube a lot and uh, people find helpful. So if you found this helpful, that would be cool to put it in the comments on YouTube because now we video. So for those, those listening to the podcast, we video these now and um, I have like special lighting, which is why I look at so yeah, not nearly as cool as mine is that yeah, Lowell's lighting is really cool. Well, we um, had band practice here, not 10 minutes before we started this. So I just left the stage lights on. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. Um, but I, I hope that that's um, beneficial. So hopefully people are like, you know, out there looking for information on root canals. I, I just think it's really confusing. I've Googled root canals all over the place. I've seen what's on YouTube, but it's going to be kind of confusing. And I see the looks on people's faces when they're coming to my practice and they're like, I don't know what you're even talking about. So anyways, hope that's helpful. I think that's all I got. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm super. I've been wearing the sunglasses so you can't see outside. If I left anything out, please email us. Let us know you have questions. We do want to help you. So we'll catalog all your questions and maybe edit things up or maybe do special Instagram lives at some point to, to handle all this stuff and try to answer everybody's questions. You're going to see a lot more videos coming from us from season two of the Drilled Podcast. So hang on. Okay, good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's uh, over and out this till next week. Peace out.